Hello everyone and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode number 482. Mm. Uh, I'm your host Josh Wise, joined by Rich Walker. Hello. Uh, hello, the man in the hot seat. We were talking yesterday yeah. uh, about sort of movie updates, basically. Yeah. Which we've not done on the pod in a little while. But uh, we were in the uh, group work chat yesterday talking oh. about... A little, little classic, uh, mm. Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Yeah, yeah. Which is a film very dear to my uh, to my heart. Mine I too. Absolutely love it. I love it. Yeah. And uh, the others had no idea what we were talking about, which is shocking. And that and that annoyed me. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <clears throat> um, now I had that film on UMD. Yeah, I mean that is the which... format to have it on. That's what I as I think you pointed out yesterday. It's what David Mamet would have wanted, and James Foley, the director. I would imagine yeah. he was shooting with that in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This but you, but you've got great, to imagine great PSP movie. This, <laughs> yeah, and that and it's because it suits Mamet's dialogue. It's very claustrophobic, anyway. True. Um, yeah. You know, you get you get that sucker on the on the PSP's four point mm. three inch LCD. Yeah. At the back of uh, business studies class, and you're having a laugh, and actually. <laughs> What what better business studies is there than than you know than Alec Baldwin? At the exactly. Beginning? Always be closing. I mean, Always right be there. closing. Coffee's yeah. to closers. Yeah, co- put that coffee down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and as I said yesterday, you know, you're very much the sort of Sheldon the Machine Levine type figure. I think. And I said you that know. you were Dave Moss. <laughs> now, which ones is that? Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ed Harris. I imagine you'd, you'd lose your shit. <laughs> I think I'd be a sort of. Um, uh, I'm probably more weirdly more likely to be the Jonathan Price figure. I think you're getting James suckered Link. by <laughs> getting <laughs> suckered by Ricky Roma. <laughs> well, but in my defence, who wouldn't be suckered by Al Pacino in that movie? Yeah, he's a charmer, isn't he? Absolutely. You're me a Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think, and and you know, we we are closers uh, as as the listeners yeah. to this podcast. We can, close uh, this podcast attack. every week. We close it. Bring it home. Week. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Bring, speaking of which, I watched um, the new Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Right? I say I say new. I mean latest Spider-Man mm. No Way Home. Yeah. And um, I thought because I'd seen all of it because it well, relatively recently I watched through them all, including the. Tom Holland ones, which I think I told you about on on the pod actually. Yeah. Um, where uh, it was just about uh, decipherable, but then the second movie with Tom Holland. Oh yeah. Um, was sadly, I mean, not incomprehensible, but if you hadn't seen any number of other movies, there were sort of fairly large plot events where I, I just thought, what the hell is that? That you're not an MCU about? guy. <clears throat> I'm not not an MCU. I I I have seen like you know uh, multiple uh, mo- you know ones or in fact actually I think up to <clears throat> up to Civil War mm. I think I could boast possibly to having seen all of them maybe really? up to that point I, th- I think okay. I think right. so well, that's I not think. too bad I had like a sort of you know a number of friends at that time who were like were like super into them and and uh, and you know cinema trips and all that sort of stuff um <clears throat> But yeah, I, th- I think Civil War was the... And I just sort of got a bit fatigued. But uh, anyway, yeah. but I watched it because the whole draw of this new one, the uh, 
it's a sort of cross-dimensional uh, Lucy Watsits with basically they've got all the characters from the uh, Toby Maguire movies, uh, mm. Andrew Garfield movies, Doc Ock, and uh, you know <clears throat> Willem Dafoe's uh, Green Goblin. Yeah. And it was a bit of a weird experience because I really wanted to kind of have a good time. And, and, I, and I think you, you've seen it, haven't you? I have. I saw it at the cinema, <clears> yeah, <throat> when it came out. And I was, oh, that's cool. That's mm. probably the best way to see it, really. Yeah, yeah. Sort of cinema with, with lots of fans and stuff. Because, you know, the, the sort of predictable stuff that I was in for was fun for a little while. It was kind of a kick to see, you know, bloody Andrew. Because I liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah. I thought he was good. I just, and, I and think really... the second film gave him short shrift. That was a bad movie. Yeah, although it's nowhere near as bad. I was Because I'd never seen uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and I'd heard all these outrageous horror stories. Uh, it was just perfectly fine. I, I no, mm. don't really know what people were complaining. I mean, it's not uh, absolutely fantastic, but it's not a, um, you know, nowhere near. People were talking about that movie as though it was like, you know, Suicide Squad or something. I, like, um, really bad. And I was like, well, it's okay. It's, but, you know. I, I never liked the ultimate um, universe. Which is why mm. sp- uh, Rhino's a, a robot or a mech, yeah. whatever. And, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. mean, in in, in the <clears throat> defence of that particular movie, mm-hmm. I mean, he's in it so little. He's not really a fat big factor no. in the in the movie. I mean, I, I guess <clears throat> I guess Goblin uh, is 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 in it for a little more, and he's a, yeah. a bit more. Uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> it was really weird because I I, I I saw the movie and I kind of liked. Oh, they got them all together and stuff. But then in the days afterwards, I just felt a little bit cheap. Oh, really? Just felt a little, just felt a little bit used. I was like, because because they didn't really, the movie doesn't really make sense. And I know that obviously it's all diddly bob and the magical cube of Zarklob and all that rubbish, and that's yeah, totally fine. Diddly bob and, and the magical and, cube of Zarklob. That's yeah, yeah. You, and you, that's, you were listening closely, weren't you? <laughs> I see. I was listening. When Cumberbatch yeah. was talking yeah. about his stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a pen and paper and everything. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> you know, usually with Marvel. I think, yeah, well, it's all rubbish, but but it's glorious rubbish, and it's rubbish that I love, and, you know, and actually, to give them their credit, they they usually quite airtight with that sort of thing. Like, mm. you have to accept the basic premise of the Cube of Zarklob, but once you've accepted that, it's like, yeah, well, it works, though. You know, they nail the plot together, and if they do the time travel stuff, it usually sort of, broadly speaking, it's nonsense that works within its own framework, if you know what I mean. It's, lo- yeah. it's logically carried through. But with that one, it was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, did did they pull Melina from his world before he died? Because the other characters talk about him and reference his death in his own world. So it's like, okay, so they haven't plucked him from the movie. They haven't saved his life. He And also at the end of Spider-Man 2, <clears throat> you know, spoiler alert, Doc Ock just becomes good again. He sort of sees the error of his ways, and and he and he saves the city. He sort of you know, but but when he gets zapped through to the, to this world in this movie, he's sort of just evil again. I think it's and before it's, that happens, though. But then in that case, why do the other characters reference his and Willem Dafoe's character's death? Because it's like, um, well, have I you pulled know. Green Goblin <clears throat> before the glider hit him? Because Thomas Hayden Church's character, Sandman, just says, "Yeah, you both died." Like I heard it on the news, like you got pierced by your own glider, and you got so it's like okay, yeah. and then they and then they go in, yeah, it's not time travel because we don't have a time stone, which I don't know what that means, but presumably it's fans one of the will infinity, know what that means. yeah, yeah, it's one of the infinity stones. <clears throat> well, there you go. Well, I mean, if so you're a Marvel versus Capcom player, you know that. 
Come on. Well, even well, even so, they seem to believe that they can sort of do dimensional stuff without directly affecting time stuff. And I'm like, where did you get this these characters from, though? Because if you've said that they've died in... Anyway, and then you at the I'd end... Say, just... I'd say just enjoy the ride and don't try to pick at it too much. That would be my but advice. How do you how do you deal with the ending? Honestly, how do you deal with the I'll ending? I'll be honest, though? I can't remember the ending. Yeah, you see, and I don't <laughs> mind that, but I just wish more people would go, yeah, it's really a fucking mess, and it's such a mess I don't even remember it, but I'm mm. still going to publicly say it's brilliant. It's like... Just, they wipe everyone's memory that ever knew oh, Peter yeah, Parker. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember now, but, yeah. Like, what, but, and so he meets Mary Jane, and they want to do this whole, oh, she doesn't know who he is, but... And it's like, did the magic wipe her iPhone? Because her lock screen just has the <laughs> wallpaper of it. Like, does, do they have their WhatsApp text history? What about all the news articles that revealed his identity as Spider-Man? Where have they been wiped from Google? Like... None of it makes any. I mean, and that's why I sort of say at the beginning. Usually, these films are bollocks, and usually mm. I'd go, "Yeah, just go along for the ride and have fun." But it does seem like this one is particularly wonky. Yeah, those are like some they, big holes you've just mentioned like, there, aren't like they? Fairly massive yeah. holes. Where and actually, they're not that tough to fix. It, all you need to do is add me another cube of Zarklob and just go, "Yeah, but this one wipes Google," and I go, "Fine, it's still bollocks." <laughs> but you put a line in there that explains it. Fair enough. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But they made the this whole thing. Cube of Zarklob. It's the Google. It's the. It's the <laughs> This it's one, this one wipes memories. <laughs> this one wipes Google. This one deals with newspapers specifically. Th- this one focuses on iPhone lock screens. Yeah, yeah. So if your boyfriend was Peter Parker and you get rid of all your photos and actually, that. this one's for print media in general because you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> This one focuses on YouTube video. See, it's weird, but they make this whole thing about yeah, it's just like anyone who knew that you were, they'll all just forget you. It's just like what? Yeah, and me not being, I'm, I'm actually, I'm sure that Marvel dweebs being Marvel dweebs, there probably was a sort of outcry about this sort of stuff. I'm, I'm mm. sure, I'm sure, I'm not saying any new stuff. Well, I'm a um, big old Marvel dweeb, and I have to say that, I mean, while I enjoyed that film. Something never sat sat right with me at the end, and also, <laughs> yeah. I have yeah. started to get sort of tired of everything. Like I, I, I've not really watched much of She Hulk, and that I'm sort of fed no. up now. There's too much. There's too much. There's just too much I'm of, bored it. of it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And that's where I was and have been for. And yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I, I It's funny. I people don't really. It's almost just like it gets a free pass. Mm. Like you speak to loads of people. And I'm just like, yeah, what do you, you think to the ending of that movie? It's a total, like, car crash. And they're just like, oh, I don't really remember it. And I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> but you're just going to sort of say it was brilliant, even though you, you don't remember it. And actually, when I remind you of it, you go, oh, yeah, oh, that was fun. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like they've cast this Doctor Strange-ish spell over everyone. And everyone just yeah. goes, yeah, nope, it was brilliant. All Marvel does is brilliant. Actually, but I, guess, I think yeah. ever since Marvel cracked open the multiverse... It's kind of mm. complicated things. It's muddied the waters. <laughs> For sure. And 100%. It's, yeah, it's yeah. starting yeah. to get a bit tiresome. Well, actually, it, yeah. I thought Multiverse of Madness. I thought, oh, brilliant, Sam Raimi, this will be fun. Yes. And I was like, by the end, I was like, oh, God, that was exhausting. And then Love yeah. and Thunder as well. You think, oh, another Taika Waititi Thor film, this will be good. Mm. And I was like, mm. oh, that was just rubbish. Just an inconsequential <laughs> yeah, right. mess. Just, I, d- yeah. I don't think I really enjoyed it all that much. Uh, yeah, for sure. You've got to be careful with, and I think Game of Thrones sort of 
when you bring in people back from the dead, or mm-hmm. you're just saying, yeah, it's him again, but he's from Earth 106, and it, we got the actor back, and he's the same guy. Well, basically, when stuff just stops having consequences for anything, you've crossed a line. You can't mm. really go back on it, really. Yeah. You just sort of lose all the... You know, but I had fun, and it was nice seeing Tobey Maguire in the suit again, and it was nice seeing Andrew Garfield back again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was always felt like Garfield deserved a fairer shake than he got. And there were yeah. some moments where I was like, oh, that's lovely. Like, Willem Dafoe said the line about, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. And I was like, oh, that's lovely. <laughs> but um, I had, you know, moments with it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> we've got to talk some video games, and then yeah. we've got to talk some news. So I'm going to queue up a jingle. Half-Life 3 already happened, then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let us get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is going to be underwhelming. This week, uh, actually I'm going to start off and then I'm going to ask you about one. Um, I've been playing uh, a little game called No Place for Bravery. Uh, right. You've seen this, uh, this Let me guess. One. PC jobber? Mm. Uh, I am playing it on PC, but I believe it's on other stuff as well, but I am playing it on PC, yeah. Well, I've not um, seen it, so... You know, can't be that important. Ah, well, that's where you're wrong, my friend. Uh, it's really, really, really good. Did you play Hyperlight Drifter? Remind me. Nope. You didn't play Hyperlight? Nah. Oh, I saw shit, loads of people raving sworn. about it. I was like, ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean? I get that. Yeah. What do I get that with? Um... Actually, sort of everything. If yeah. everyone goes on about something long enough, I just like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, a Disco Elysium, although actually, I do want to play that. That's in I have it. Week, you know, I bought it for 20 quid, a, a, a retail copy, and it's just been on my shelf shrink wrap for months and months and months, <laughs> which brilliant. is criminal because I know it's brilliant, but it's, it is, yeah. again, one of those where I'm just like, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I get it. All right, chill. Yeah. <laughs> chill out. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, Hyperlight was a bit like that, except I do kind of think that, particularly with that one, mm. uh, might kind of be really up your street, Hyperlight. It's like a lovely yeah. pixel. Well, you know what sort of thing is. It's all pixel arty. Sure. Bit of a kind of, <clears throat> you know, non linear link to the past thing. You can go north, east, south, where. Yeah, and it's a kind of futuristic thing. You guys got like a, a really lovely shotgun and. You know, mm. fucking killing people and it's this post-apocalyptic wasteland combat really crunchy great yeah. exploration okay. amazing music as well it's um, uh, Rich Freeland you know Disaster Piece who did right. uh, the Fez soundtrack and the soundtrack to It Follows which is a good horror movie yeah, it from, was uh, yeah yeah I, I um, that. anyway um, that was probably the last sort of original horror movie I quite enjoyed but then I'm not really much of a horror movie guy, so not, don't yeah, listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you... Oh, I, 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 yeah, I thought it followed. It was cracking. I, mm. I liked Hereditary. Did you see Hereditary? No, see, this is the problem. And I haven't seen stuff uh, like Witch and Midsummer oh, and... Uh, yeah, there are loads yeah. of horror films I haven't seen. 
fair enough. Um, but anyway, no place for bravery. Mm-hmm. It's a quite so I don't want to compare it like too much. I'm sure the develop it's it's by a, it's a small studio called uh, Glitch Factory, yeah. uh, who have only made one game before this, uh, Party Saboteurs. It was called, and um, it's sort of. Uh, very similar to Hyperlight in the sense that it's this post-apocalyptic thing. <clears throat> it's kind of a... You play a hooded figure called Thorn, and you have a sword. And actually, you have a little lad. you got a little lad on your shoulders. It's his, uh, it's his son. And he... he, he uh, I think he's called... I forget his name. I think his name is P-H-I-D. Fid. Fid. He's like his little, his, his little kid. Yeah, mm. it takes a really Fid weird spin on... It fit the kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fiddler on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a kind of Norse vibe. So like, there's enemies called the Hellweir, yeah. and they're like sort of skeletal, a bit you know, sort of God of War, like the Draugrs and stuff. They're basically sort of skeleton zombies mm-hmm. type, you know, sure. kind of deal. But really, really unbelievably violent, man. Ooh. And I mean, like k- killer, like so. It's not particularly difficult. Okay. It, it's about Good. it's Speak about as language. tough as. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> oh, it's PC and Switch, mate. Oh, have you just googled it? Yeah. Just Get it going on the it Switch. You'd, it does you'd look be nice. absolutely loving it. Yeah. I tell you what, right? It's sort of hyperlight levels of difficulty. So, like, you got your little evasive dash, an absolutely brilliant little parry, mm. uh, which and the timing window is wide open, so you'll be loving it. So enemies are sort of <laughs> coming at you. You can you flash your shield at them and they get staggered. But then what happens is if you beat an enemy, especially if you beat them with a parry, a little button comes up <clears throat> and it's like execute. You hold the A button or whatever it is on on the on switch, yeah. and you do these brutal like v- you know Viking stuff, hacking them into pieces. And when you finish, there's just blood, just puddles of blood just everywhere on the floor. It's really like impressively animated. Um, mm. So if you've got if you've got a sweet tooth for savagery, <laughs> um, then I'd thoroughly recommend it. One of those things where. Um, so much loveliness went in went into the pixel art for it. And, it does and look they nice. Do these, yeah. Looks very pretty. They do the you should, oh man, yeah. I mean, if it's out on Switch, it, it's a treat for what I've been doing the last few nights when I go to bed because I know mm-hmm. you're a bit of a night owl as well. You you, you always yeah. say, oh yeah, I went to bed at so and so, but actually then you're sort of like, yeah, but I put a couple of episodes of Peep Show on. I had my DS or whatever. This is know. the problem. This is why I'm not um, <laughs> up on, on the sort of extracurricular game stuff. Is because I'm watching Seinfeld and Peep Show every evening. <laughs> Well, well, I tell you what, whack a Seinfeld on, but mm. then fire up No Place for Bravery or whatever you got on the Switch, because what, and then miss all the physical comedy? Watch Kramer oh, falling tr- over. That is true. That's I laugh the least. I like yeah. Is Kramer's the least funny for me? Yeah, although he is very good. He at is. Platform. He is funny. No, for sure. He's got the physical comedy gift yeah. for sure. It's just that in that particular show where the gags are. It, it, it always clashes with the other kinds of comedy that are in the show. It's like sure. we've got all this really, really smart comedy, and then all of a sudden he's just sort of falling over. I never, I don't know. Never. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, just like a little bit every night, just mm-hmm. kind of dipping in. Yeah, it's um, absolutely like they they have this really lovely thing where they'll they'll zoom in and do these kind of cutscenes, but still in the pixel art style. Nice. Um, they're they're evidently like really proud of the kind of animation and and as well they should be because it's really striking very atmospheric i don't really know what's going on and that's the whole point it 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 kind of takes this um 
I guess it looks at things like uh, Dark Souls or something. Actually, to be fair, Hyperlight sort of did this as well. Yeah. It's like something's fucked has happened to this world. Is that you part don't of the really know. I think that's that's the opening cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> a little old wise sage yeah. comes onto the screen. Something fucked has happened. To this world. I'd like that. <laughs> it would be good, wouldn't it? And yeah. you don't know anything, but all of a sudden you're just like, oh, there's a rib cage the size of a whole city over there, and people wow. are talking about the death of the Colossus and shit. So you're kind of working stuff out, and they've got little bonfires and stuff, which kind of makes you go, oh, it's a bit like Dark Souls. Of course, nowhere near as tough as that. And it's just a lovely little hack and slash. Um, I'm really loving it. I'm going to stick with it. it. And then in a couple of podcasts time, mm-hmm. I'll have finished that little sucker. Yeah. Um, I'm not reviewing it, but I am, I did want to just talk about it on here and just say no place for bravery. You abs- absolutely uh, take a chance on it. It gets the I, Josh Wise thumbs up. It gets my patented thumbs up. I think, mm. you know, good things from Glitch Factory. Mm. Um, I played it on the, on the Steam Deck. And it were and it was lovely on there, a nice big screen, and the you know yeah. controls are all lovely. And um, of course, the touch screen is, is is brilliant. But if you've yeah, if you've got a switch, oh, it'd be cracking on there. Especially well, if you've got one of those OLED numbers. Sounds you've got to me, I've got a switch. Of course, I have. Um, I, I never play it. Um, but it sounds <laughs> to me like it needs to come to Xbox and PlayStation as well. No, get Why it on not? Switch. Well, this Switch. is the thing, right? Is the problem. I keep buying mm. games on Switch. Like, you say, oh, I'll get it on Switch. And then it comes to bloody Xbox and PlayStation. I'm like, well, those are my main consoles. Like what? Huh? Like what? Like um, Cave Story. Was that what it was called? No, what was that? I don't know. Pinball-y I don't know one. <laughs> cave. Know. Something Cave. The, the only stuff so, I tell you to buy is, like, fucking Breath of the Wild, man. <laughs> Which uh, you did, to be fair to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell was the name of that game? It was, like, Pinball, but a sort of roguelike... Cave don't something. Know. <clears throat> cave Lad. The Adventures Ca- of Cave Lad. Ca- was it Cave? Oh, now I'm starting to bloody <laughs> doubt myself that it even have, <laughs> had Cave in it at all. <laughs> but the only the only reason I say is because, you know, next time Elise is watching something that you don't really want to watch, mm. get your Switch out, fire up a little bit of No Place for Bravery. Just say to Elise, listen, this is No Place for Bravery, right? Yeah. And uh, fire up your Switch on the down low when she's not looking. And then, you know, get get your minutes in, you know? Sure, 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 sure. All so, right, all right, all right. Easy. It, do, it does suit a little cheeky handheld where you can sort of dip in for sort of 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, I mean, I'll let you know. I'll keep an eye out. If they bring it to other platforms, then I'll doubly poke you in the ribs and say, hey, get it, because it's yeah, a cracker. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll um, be one of those sort of Game Pass jobbers, I bet. Yeah. That's sort of yeah, thing. Could do, could do. Mm. But, you know, remember also lots of stuff doesn't do that. True. I live. I live in. I live in fucking fear of um, <laughs> s- subscriptions and sales are both brilliant, but it's always the double-edged sword of <clears> like. <throat> this is the thing. Oh, should I buy that though? Or because I bought Assassin's Creed, the original Assassin's Creed, like a few weeks ago. There's only a ruddy Assassin's Creed sale on Steam this week. Yeah. Typical, oh man, never like, pay oh, full price for Assassin's Creed. There's always a blooming sale going on. Well, I didn't really. I mean, it was £7, so I'm hardly, you know. But in the sale, it became £2.47. So, you know, it's not mm. a tragedy, I suppose. I mean, it makes me sound like a sort of like money pincher, <laughs> but, you know, seven quids or yeah. right. Anyway, 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 you need to tell me 
uh, about, well, I already know because I read your review and enjoyed it, uh, Valkyrie Elysium, which yes. is an interesting one. Uh, PlayStation 5, I presume you played it on, but it's PS4 and PS5, right? Yeah, I played it on PS5. Played it on PS5. It looked like a PS4 game. Does, doesn't really yeah. um, receive much of a kind of hike of in boost. fidelity. Yeah. So this is a kind of... Uh, these games have actually been around for a while, beginning with Valkyrie Profile on the PlayStation in 1999, yeah. right? Yep. And uh, a couple of spin-offs. There's a PS2 one, there's a PSP one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one in like 2008 or 2009, Valkyrie something. Valkyrie Chronicle? I think that, like that. I can't that, remember. Not, yeah, the, I think the most recent one was for iOS and Android. Uh, um, right. A few years ago, I think 2018 or something. But this is the first mainline entry... In ages. I was actually sorry. I was thinking of Valkyria. Oh right, yeah, no, <laughs> Valkyria Chronic. That's different. But anyway, yeah. Who makes it? What is it? Who are you? What's your name? Give me the details. It's made by Soleil, mm-hmm. which is French for sun. Oh, in case you're very wondering. Nice. Um, I'm interested already. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it's a, it's a cracking little action RPG. Um, oh, I went like in, hack, hack and slash. Yeah, hacky vibes. slashy thing. But the combat's really lovely. Um, yeah. I went in not expecting anything, really, because I've never played the series before. Mm. And um, it completely stands up on its own. You don't need to have played the others. Were you going in with a clothesline peg over your nose, going, what is this rubbish? Sort or were you of. trying to keep an up? Sort of. I was offered a review code, and yeah. I didn't have anything else on. So I was like, <laughs> why not? I'll give it right. a go. Yeah. I fired it up, and I, was, I started playing. I was like, mm, story seems a bit... Yeah. It's um a sort of unique take on Norse mythology, um, yeah. but yeah. yeah, with people with Odin dressed in a sort of Austin Powers frilly shirt or something. He's he's yeah, I mean like uh, a fop. I think you described usually, him as a fop. Usually Odin, you know, mighty, big, you big know, sort of Anthony Hopkins presence. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, big yeah. Beard <laughs> and yeah. this guy's yeah. a skinny little fellow with sort of wavy blonde hair, no beard. Clean shaven. No. I mean, what's what's the oh, point? That's. Do you know what I always think of Odin as? Uh, Ryu and Ken's uh, master. Um, oh, um, uh, Shen Long. Shen Shen Long is that his name? Is the Street Fighter? Are you 4? thinking of? Um, oh God, what's his name? Oh, that's going to yeah. annoy me now. He was he was like he was bald and he had a massive beard yeah. and it and sort of sounds a bit like where... Goku, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was his name? <laughs> oh, that's going to really annoy me. People me love this listening to the podcast. Yeah. Just what? two people really annoyed. Should we do it for, no, the, you, do it for the rest you, of the episode? What was his you name? Thought- <laughs> <laughs> just scrap the news. Because get everyone to be shouting it out as well, going, we, it's blooming such and such. Yeah. Going, oh, yeah there'll, be pe- there'll be people really annoyed at what's this. Your what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Yeah. But you're thinking Shenlong because of what they said on Street Fighter yeah, 2, yeah, aren't you? You, you, must you must defeat never defeat Shenlong to stand a chance. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um Anyway, sorry. No, you carry on please with Valkyrie Elysium and I'll yeah. find out what this thing is. Guken. We've done it. Yeah. Guken. Guken. Oh, very yes. I knew it began yeah. with a G. Which is why cuz you brought up Goku yeah. as well so it might have mingled in your head a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, Guken is what I always imagine sure. Odin to be like basically. Yeah. But anyway, go on. He's this not guy's like wearing Andy's. little quilted boots. He's all in white. <laughs> uh, he's got little gold bits of jewelry on and stuff. <laughs> right, he's a Vivian yeah. Westwood Odin. He's a yeah. He's what he is. Yes. Fashion yeah, Odin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's a bit yeah. Um yeah. so anyway, you you're a, a Valkyrie. Uh you've been created by Odin to purify the world's corrupted souls and uh right. 
Odin absorbs these souls to regain his strength uh, okay. ahead of the coming of Ragnarok. Classic so, you know, stuff, you're helping yeah. him out. You're doing a good yeah. deed. Yeah. Um, Ending the world, basically. Well, uh, trying to avoid ending the world. I thought Odin wants to... If he wants to bring around, bring about Ragnarok... He doesn't want he, to. He wants to Oh, he doesn't Ragnarok. want to. No, he doesn't want that happening. Fenrir, right. I mean, messing things up. He doesn't want that. I see. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, nine levels are all quite big, expansive maps with little bits to explore, chests to loot, because, you know, it's an action RPG. It's kind of third Gotta person, though. So, mm. it, it's not like Diablo or whatever. It's not too looty, is it? Where you're always fucking it's swapping one pair of boots for another pair of no, boots. No, God, no, not at all. So there's nothing like armour pieces or anything like that. Literally, the only thing you change out are weapons. Um, and there aren't huh. many of those. I think there's about nine weapons. And uh, you oh, can enhance okay. them. You constantly enhance them. And as you use a weapon, its proficiency level goes up, which I didn't actually mention in my review. Um, so this is a little oh, bit of extra. Nice. This is an, an added extra you're getting just on I, this podcast. I always like that when, when games do that, when they're like... Mm. And actually, because recently I was playing Wolfenstein The Old Blood, yeah. and that's got a really cool thing. Well, <clears throat> they got rid of the upgrade system that was in New Order, but to, to make up for it a little bit, mm-hmm. you just do stuff, and every time you do stuff, the game's just like, oh, you, you got better at that thing. Yeah. Like, if you just overcharge, if you pick up loads of health packs and overcharge your health, it's just like... Oh, your max health went like went up or whatever, yeah. or it, or you get like a vampire perk if you kill mm. people from stealth, and it just starts giving you health back. And yeah. I love all those organic systems that games do, you know. Yeah, no, it's nice, and this is fairly passive. You don't you don't really notice that your weapon proficiency has been going up until you look in the menu and go, oh, you know, I'm like C grade now with that or whatever. So oh. it kind of encourages you to mix up the weapons, and also some of the um, skill tree progression is locked behind achieving proficiency with a certain weapon so it's like no you have to use this weapon now so I sort of like that because otherwise you could just equip two weapons and swap between those and never bother with the others oh yeah so I like that it's good I like things that encourage you to try different things yeah for sure because I am lazy I will fall into that thing yeah. where I'm just like well I've made the shotgun the best thing here so exactly. I'll just stick with that you I'm know. the same yeah I get yeah. that so I, get I, that. I kept one main sword as, and you know maxed that out but then I'd sort of occasionally switch between my secondary weapon and uh, you know mess around with that mm. and it's good but the combat the combat alone is worth it I'd say um, it's huh. just really, really nice and satisfying. You've got a little soul chain tether so you can zip towards enemies. Oh, you reminded me of and, when you, uh, cause you were writing about that and yeah. I was thinking, that sounds like, do you remember Astral Chain? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that, <laughs> that's, one of the, that's one of the best Platinum games in recent years, honestly. Po- po- possibly the best game by Platinum I've played. Really? In like five, five, six years. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to get it's older terrific. That, and that, oh, that's another Switch job. Yeah, I know. And that, bedtime, that seems bedtime highly switch unlikely for to go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. See also uh, Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Oh, I've got that on pre-order, um, mate. You'd like to know. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I always want to know these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go, but So you're loving the combat and yeah. fair play to you. Yeah. Yeah, the story, uh, you kind of... It's okay. You, you you don't hate it. You don't love it, right? It's just delivered in a bit of a dry <laughs> manner. It's not. Right. It's not ever sort of humorous or anything yeah. really okay. it's just very it, very just, stern yeah it's like this is what's happening you got to do this to stop it or whatever yeah. and that's about 
the long and short of it. There are four different okay. endings, so you can do different things at the end to bring about different endings. And the good thing is you don't have to play the whole game through to get the different endings. You you can make a save at the end and then just play out the different endings, one after the other, which uh, is good, by doing different that's, things. I always like it when they do that with games. Yeah, because it's like, don't make me go through the whole thing again. If there's four endings, I've got to play the game four no. times. No, a- absolutely not. And by the way, you've just reminded me, just while we're talking this week, I mentioned it last week, I've got to get it in here again. Go on. Um, I finished Return to Monkey Island. That game is just terrific. Mm. Um, I, because you mentioned, it does that thing at the end where you get your save right before the last bit and there's like five or possibly six different endings okay. to that game yeah. and I just wanted to say this week I know I talked about it last week for goodness sake um, you've got to get Return to Monkey Island it, 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 it's it's so difficult there's so many games like this you know mm-hmm. let's let's play the hits it's an oldie but a goodie oh we went on Kickstarter and uh, I, it's Igarashi and I just want to do another uh, Symphony of the Night all over again you know and sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad this wasn't a Kickstarter I'm just saying you get the band back together and yeah. you play the hits but yeah. this time it's terrific really re- a fa- just a fantastic that's going to be on my games of the year list Ooh, at, okay. at year's end it's it's phenomenal check nice. out my uh, review of that on thumbsticks.com if you're interested ah. uh, yeah slightly different um, <laughs> but yeah anyway go on Val- site, a rival site interesting yeah it's it's devilish it's devilish yeah nice one nice Um, one nice one but yeah so anyway Valkyrie Elysium um, yeah in conclusion yeah you're you're giving it it the rich thumbs up yeah if you're sort of thinking oh I've never played this series I don't know what it is well neither had I and you know I went in tried to go in with an open mind and I ended up really enjoying it and it is just that combat it's got a lovely parry system it's fast and frantic in a good way it's got yeah. a little combo counter, which is quite generous. It sort of ticks down before it cancels your combo. Um, you've got four little allies with you that you can summon who help you out, and it's got elemental stuff as well, so you've got to you know, target an enemy's weakness to a certain element. Mm. So you know, it keeps mm. you on your toes, mixing things up, spells and all sorts. Sounds convoluted, but it's not. It, it all works very well. And um, hmm. yeah, it's very good. I, I had fun with it. Okay. And I didn't expect to, so... Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Oh, sweet. Sweet, 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 sweet. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm going to put a jingle in here. Oh, what? No Train Sim World uh, again. And we've got to talk to... <laughs> Why are we going to get to talk about Train Sim World 3? <laughs> we'll get round to it one day. Uh, but we've got quite a lot of news. Uh, so This yeah, is coming in late like a train. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get to it. Oh, 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 God. Hot dog. Oh, man. Dog, D, dog. Dog, dog. And dog. And dog. Dog. One on the news front this week is Google Stadia, um, yeah. which uh, is now shutting down. Uh, I mean, fully shutting down. Um, it's sad news for people who have Stadia, although Google have said that uh, there will be refunds to a certain extent to, uh, to, to you know, to, to, to certain things. Yeah. Uh, Phil, Phil Harrison industry mm-hmm. industry legend Phil Harrison yeah. uh, sort of <clears throat> released a statement and talked about the um, 
about the change, saying, quote, uh, for many years, Google has invested across multiple aspects uh, of the gaming industry. Uh, a few years ago, we launched uh, a consumer gaming service, Stadia. Uh, while its approach to streaming games for consumers was built on a strong tech foundation, uh, it hasn't gained the traction with users that we expected. Um, so we've made a difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia streaming service. Uh, according to Google, the underlying technology platform uh, that powers it is is going to be kind of used, sort of spread out and used to support uh, YouTube, Google Play, and its kind of augmented reality stuff. So, like the, the sort of the tech itself yeah. isn't exactly going; it's just you know the, what what it's being currently used for. Is what are you thinking uh, if you're a Stadia player right now? If you put well, some faith what, into that, you'd, you'd be angry no well we got i got an email i'm going to read out in just a moment okay uh, from one of our listeners but uh harrison then said we remain deeply committed to gaming and we will continue to invest in new what? tools technologies and play how can you say that <laughs> just sometimes they we just are say, deeply committed we're shutting I it all think, down i think they just say words yeah. sometimes has anyone got any words <laughs> yeah. can i write the words just say we're deeply say committed them? to it but we're shutting it all just, down ah, but, but, oh fine. sorry uh but it seems that but aren't we shutting it down yeah but just say the words anyway <laughs> okay all right that yeah no fun. one's gonna no one's gonna you know pick pick yeah. at this it'll be fine <laughs> Yeah. We'll continue to invest in new tools, technologies, and platforms uh, that power the success of developers, industry partners, cloud customers, and creators. Uh, same passion for games that our players have. Uh, many of the stadiums. <laughs> Is this how we read it? <laughs> he gets up to the podium with like sheets of A4 Passion still strong, but I'm dumb dumb. Still love games. <laughs> <laughs> but in anyway. short, it's, it's all it's all shut down. It's all gone. Yeah, uh, mm. apart from the fact that it's shut down, we still remain deeply committed. Um, mm. So there are some games, of course, um, some pretty notable ones. Pac-Man, Mega Tunnel Battle, uh, Pixel Junk Raiders, and Outcasters are games which are, uh, at the moment at least, basically stranded uh, on Stadia. The big one is uh, Guilt. Guilt, spelt with a Y. It was mm. a game from uh, um, Tequila Works. Right, yeah. It's a studio that did rhyme, yeah. Um, and it was and guilt was. I mean, it looked kind of interesting actually. You, you played as a young girl who I think is poking around a kind of abandoned theme park at night. It looked like mm-hmm. um, looked mm-hmm. look quite spooky, and I like that studio. And it was always one of those things where it was like, oh, you know, I don't have a stadia that 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 looks good, you know. But uh, Raúl Rubio, who's the CEO of Tequila Works, tweeted out saying, "Quote: Guilt port confirmed for other platforms." Right. So okay. they want good. to at least rescue that. Good. Um, <clears throat> there are, there are. I mean, Jade Raymond obviously originally had her her studio with Google Stadia, but then, but then, you know, left fairly soon afterwards to form. Yeah, she uh, obviously Haven knew what studios. the score was. <laughs> I think it seemed like she realised, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that the whole thing with with um, <clears throat> with Stadia is like, I, I know I was a naysayer, and 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 you were a naysayer, but yeah, only just pragmatically, only because it's like, well, you know. I, I like having physical stuff. I like, or at yeah. least having stuff that's downloaded. Relying on an in, internet connection is, I not, no, is never. It's no ill great. will towards Stadia. No, but, no yeah. God, no, 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 absolutely not. No, it's just you know, realistically speaking, it was always 
eh, I don't know if people want this. Evidently, some mm. people do. But yeah. um, but the, the thing Not that enough. always um, gave it a bit of oomph, let's say, mm-hmm. was the fact that they actually had studios. You know, they were yeah. investing in games where it was like, oh, well, these games are actually exclusive to Stadia. I know um, that Alex Hutchinson, who did uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, if you remember that. Yeah, I do. Um, and his thing, Typhoon, was acquired by Google. Of course, they then... Uh, left and reformed Typhoon and I think now it's called Raccoon Logic so they sort of wanted to get out of the mm. Google ecosystem but anyway you know it was always oh well at least it's there. then when they announced last year that it was like yeah we're shutting down all of our dev teams then it became well the writing was kind of on the wall at that yeah. point right yeah um, but yeah IO Interactive have, have, have tweeted out and said to all our Hitman fans on Google Stadia we hear you and we're looking into ways for you to continue your Hitman experience on other platforms oh. so Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, if developers can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Google ha- will be refunding all Stadia like, hardware purchases uh, made through the Google Store. I did see, actually, any- that um, there's concerns around those controllers that they could just become e-waste unless they get, like, an update to make oh. them just a standard controller. Huh. Um, so I hope Google see sense and do that, because otherwise, yeah... Mm. They're just, yeah, they're just not going to do yeah. anything. They won't do anything. They'll be paperweights. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, and also, any game and add-on content and stuff, people will be eligible for refunds, which is actually, which is quite good. I mean, it's yeah. if you're going to push a big red button, that means that no one can play your thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, you know, f- fair enough to them for actually doing that. Uh, players will have access to their games library until January eighteenth, twenty twenty-three. Jesus, that's not very long. No. That is the big big red button, isn't it? That's like <coughs> you know, got to the end of the year, then boom, it's gone. That's yeah. that's a bit shit. I didn't know I they know. were shutting it down so soon. It's pretty fast. Yeah, mm. they're not going to mess around for too long. Hopefully, you know, a few months to process any 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 refunds and things like that. By me. <coughs> anyway, uh, this is from uh, one of our listeners. I thought I'd just read it out here because yeah. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes sense. It's a big story. And mm-hmm. This is from uh, Kaif, who has emailed in before, actually, who uh, about Stadia, mm-hmm. a sort of no- noted uh, Stadia fan, saying, Hello again, friends. Uh, I figured now would be a good time to reach out, uh, given the news about Stadia's, uh, in brackets, actual demise. Um, which is fair enough, because I know me and you were sort of saying... That thing's doomed, you know. Yeah. That thing's, but but now it's. I suppose it's a sort of concrete announcement. But mm-hmm. he said, since the last message uh, around the closure of Stadia Games and Entertainment, my exit strategy has been to shift over to the Steam Deck, uh, which he says, which I'm loving, uh, and the Series S, and then he says, which is okay, but not as cool as the Steam Deck, if I'm honest. <gasps> he said, I, I stopped buying games for Stadia and pretty much left it alone. Um, I was therefore pleasantly surprised to hear that Google is going to be refunding everyone uh, for all the games and controllers that they purchased. He said, I ran through my account history and totaled up everything, and it appears that I'm going to be getting back about 470 quid, which Whoa. is, which, yeah, that's 12 games uh, and and a couple of controllers so he says this is likely a disaster for google uh, both from a financial and and pr perspective but a great outcome for me he says the tech was incredible he uh, the the subject for this email is stadia post-mortem and he gives us a nice uh, Mm -hmm. a nice picture of the landscape he says the tech was incredible um but a disastrous launch 
coupled with complete incompetence from Google, meant that it was just never going to take off. So he says, all in all, three years of messing around with Stadia has essentially amounted to a fun savings account. Cheers, <laughs> Brother Kaif. Which I, that's a great which way I to um, couch it, isn't it? Fun that's savings account. That. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I, I got some stuff. I played a load of games and then I got my money back for a mm. few years. So, yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough, um, and I guess that's that's a good way to look at it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Bungie also just said, "I oh, we just learned about Stadia shutting down and have begun conversations about next steps for our players. We will announce and send out information regarding Destiny Two Stadia accounts once we have a plan of action." So, so it sounds like they big poorly devs. Communi- communicated this as well. Google <laughs> yeah. just like we're shutting it down. We're not going to tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. They can hear it with the everyone guys- else. <laughs> Guys over at Bungie are just like, wait, what? They just see that on just, Twitter. That's just the icing on the cake, and that's the cherry on top of the mismanagement of Stadia. Well, they don't. I mean, they may to to be. To, I don't. They probably did tell people. Just I saw other there. tweets from other studios saying what. <laughs> like, oh really? You know, broadsided by it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. I was only speaking on behalf of uh, Bungie and certainly IO. I, re- I, 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 don't, thought, I, I don't know. I thought under <laughs> Phil Harrison. This would have, you know, been more of a success than it was. You know, he's got PlayStation yeah. under his belt and all that. What the hell happened? I just think this is one of those things where a lot of people are just going to overthink it. The right. thing that happened was mm. that it was a thing where you needed the internet, and I just don't think people are there yet. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's as simple as that. The, the the first thing that me and you were saying, like three years ago when i went to google and played it in google hq played destiny 2 and it worked very nicely i came away from that and just went it'd be great if google could talk to my internet provider though yeah exactly it's it's always gonna be it's like yes it works very well in you know palo alto and san francisco where you've got the fucking blitzkrieg 100 gig a second fiber or whatever Mm -hmm. but stuff like that and you know as 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 that listener kaif was saying it's like well you know, people are quote unquote buying things where they don't, where actually they're not, but those things are being streamed to them. You know, it's, it just always felt like maybe we'll be here in like in 10, 15, 20 mm. years, maybe then that'll become a more normal thing. But right now it just, yeah, too, too soon for that sort of well, thing. I tried, um, like that anyway. I tried playing Yakuza zero a while back via Microsoft's oh, yeah. cloud and it was just horrid. It didn't yeah. work, uh, and no. I immediately downloaded the game instead and just played it off the hard drive. Because <laughs> it's like this, this cloud stuff sounds very promising, but it just my bandwidth sucks. I know. I don't want to play yeah. it with all blocky, glitchy. Well, uh, to be honest, my that. bandwidth is actually like really good, but 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 even then, I'd still just rather download stuff. To yeah, be honest, you know. yeah, it's, n- um, it's not good enough. You, yeah, um, <clears throat> this is a kind of a cool one. Legacy of Kane might be coming back. Yeah, I've heard about this. Uh, yeah, Crystal Dynamics has launched a survey, uh, which you can take part in, asking uh, people if they want to see Legacy of Kane come back, and if they do want to see, uh, then what exactly do they want to see? I took the survey this morning because I wanted to know um, what was going on. I'll save them some time. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There you and go. that's what Done. I said, basically, Done. not in so many. Yeah, I just. <laughs> just said yeah yes i do thank you very much uh so embrace a group obviously uh acquired crystal dynamics they got the rights to tomb raider and legacy of kane of mm. course tomb raider is the big one that's going to grab yeah, yeah, the headlines yeah, yeah. but legacy of kane you know beloved <coughs> franchise by you know by beloved by many but the survey is quite cool it's it's <laughs> it's stuff like uh 
it gives you like a list of words and it's like what words would you use to describe the games you could choose like up to five words and then it has like uh which ones have you played and how would you rate them out of 10 so you can kind of do that and then one of the ones was like uh do you want it to be single player or multiplayer which is funny single player obviously i was like can i click the single player box four times what was that nosgoth thing that they tried yeah that well didn't work yeah nosedived Nosgoth was like a kind of MMO style oh. thing, and it was it, it launched, but then I think it unlaunched shortly after. You know, right? Uh, anyway, and then it's like, what genre would you like the game to be? And one of the options was shooter. No, <laughs> which which I almost wanted to click, but I didn't. I didn't. No, no it was um, just as a joke. Just as a joke, but then also they had a thing where you could rank what you would want them to do by order of preference, one to four. And it's like a sequel, a remake, a remaster, or a reboot. And so I think the one I put at the top was sequel would be the best. And then I think the one below that was remaster. Then I think remake below that. You didn't put... I'd have put remake ahead of remaster, no? No. Remake's more interesting. The only thing is with that is um, the games are quite tough to get for lots of people. So the first so oh, I actually I, I placed quite a lot of um quite a lot of currency in just making things available for people. So like Blood Omen is available on you can get it on a PS Vita because you can download the PS1 version. You can right. get it on PC uh, mm-hmm. But of course, you know, not everyone. If, if, if you just look at sort of, you know, current console player, it's yeah, quite yeah, tough. Yeah. Um, and, and, and similar, like Soul Reaver 2 is just PS2 and PC. So it's, it can, it can be quite too. tough. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but, you know, you're, you're not like, you know, me and you, I should say, are not really like normal customers. Like for, for a <laughs> lot of people, normal. well, for a lot of people, like rooting around for an old PS2 and then buying a copy. I, I don't know. If, if they just said, look, we're bringing all the legacy of Canes and they're all, you know, sharpened up to high def and they'll all work on current yeah, platforms. Yeah. And they're just, they're just very faithful ports and we've improved the controls and the camera. I would take that just for the sake of like sort of preservation in a way. Yeah, um, sure. And then I, I, I put remake below that that just because i thought uh, uh, you know and then and then a remake would be good but i just think preserving the originals first and then yeah a nice little a nice little collection sort of a three game collection or something yeah well i preferably just get all of them i mean all of them would be great yeah yeah like all five games but anyway yeah uh please please let it come back because i love legacy of kane Mm -hmm. um it would be great yeah uh now on to uh, this sort of quite unpleasant news around Disco Elysium, uh, which is a, a very celebrated RPG, one that no, neither you nor me have played actually, but both no. meaning to. You have it I in the shrink it. wrap, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't Silly. played it. But um, editor, one of the game's editors, Martin Luigi, uh, is it the studio that made it? It's like Z A U M. Z-A, Z-A slash U-M, yeah. Slash Z-A-M. U-M. And I don't know if you say Zaum or Zaum or Zorm or... I don't know how you say it, but... Nah. Z-A-M. Z- Z- I'm going to say Zaum. Maybe that's part of the fun. Dr. Zaum. Dr. Zaum. I, lo- I love you, Dr. Zaum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so Martin Luigi uh, said uh, that the game's writer, Robert Kurvitz... Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, designer, Robert Kurvitz, the writer, Helen Hindpeer, and the lead art and design developer, Alexander Rostov, yep. uh, have all left the company, uh, quote, involuntarily. 
Um, in a post, ty- uh, wrote a post on Medium called uh, "The Dissolution of the Zayum Cultural Association." He said, "Quote: uh, I would note that neither Kurvitz, Heinpeer, nor Rostov are working there since the end of last year, and that their leaving the company was involuntary." Mm-hmm. Um, so this is obviously, you know, people are kind of concerned because I think, I don't know, do we know that a sequel, well, I think we do now anyway, uh, the planned sequel to Disco Elysium, uh, which was in apparently in early development. Um, and he said, uh, Luigi said, said on Twitter that while the sequel may take, quote, a shit ton of time, that progress on the new game was, uh, was sweet enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... They have the ZAUM Development Studio, which makes games. And then outside of that, they have something called the ZAUM Cultural Association, <clears throat> which is like an organization around that, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and Luigi said, quote, The reason for dissolving the Cultural Association is that it no longer represents the ethos it was founded on. Uh, people and ideas are meant to be eternal. Organizations may well be temporary. Um and he says, for a while it was beautiful. Uh, my sincerest thanks to all who have rooted for us. The only thing, really, that's a kind of, I, I suppose, like a, co- a cause or a w- word of why this stuff has happened and why these people have involuntarily left the studio. Um, in a post on Medium, uh, Luigi, uh, a different post, Luigi seems to blame uh, the, the game's investors. Um, okay. Particular, particularly the studio's early investors. And one of the things he said, on the, on the medium anyway, was, quote, one of them was the first guy to be convicted for investment fraud in Estonia. Blimey, okay. So that's what he that's what he wrote there. So I I don't I don't know the particulars of that, but it sounds like there's been investor trouble and that these people leaving the studio involuntarily uh, possibly may have have sort of sprung up from that. Mm. Um, so what we know is Disco Elysium sequel still happening, but sort of key personnel involved in the first game, writer, lead designer, you know, all that artist and stuff, you know, they're absent. So that's a, that's a I suppose a problem because those are the the sort of three things that make up that game, right? The artwork, the writing, and it's and it's sort of RPG yeah, design. Yeah, I'm sure there's so still plenty of talented people. There will the be studio. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, so a sort of sad and alarming story. I mm. yeah makes me what sort of really freshen that game in my memory. I thought, oh, I must play that because so many people raved about that game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> anyway, here's a weird one for you. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, might be getting the sort of remaster treatment for PS5. Yeah, I saw this and I immediately thought it was dubious. But yeah. apparently it's been corroborated by several sources. Apparently, it seems like, like a the load most... of people. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, this, I'm not covering this, this is rubbish, clearly. Yeah. And then it started springing up everywhere. I was like, what, is this potentially legitimate? I'm like, are you kidding I think, me? Like, I it's, think it might be. It still <laughs> runs really well. You play on a PS5 with 60 frames, it's stunning. I know. Doesn't need it doesn't need a remake remaster whatever stupid. I know. So this is according to a to a report by uh, MP First, uh, yeah. and this was corrob- corroborated by um, sources close to VGC, to Video Games Chronicle. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's a version of so it's Horizon Zero Dawn, and it's going to feature um, improved visuals, which will apparently bring it up to par with Forbidden West. Right. Um, it'll feature like things like like new character models and animations, and actually like new lighting as well. Um, but also, uh, I think it's sim- it's sim- it sounds like in similar fashion to Last of Us Part One, it, you know, it's adding quite a lot of accessibility features. 
Um, lots of different graphics modes, um, quality of life stuff for the gameplay. Um, and apparently, also, Guerrilla, in, in that same report, the, the Guerrilla Games is currently working on a Horizon multiplayer game for mm. PS5 uh, and, 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 and PC. Yeah. Um, yeah, Another thing think, I, I mean, really don't want, personally. No, I, I really I, I, couldn't care less. No. But, but, you know, Godspeed to those people who love that. But I really, whenever I hear that, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Just, you know. What but, is this what, obsession with trying to make a multiplayer for everything? Just, oh, it's, all, it's just always leave it alone. Money, it? They're like, yeah. oh, we go, we'll introduce season two. And, uh, but it's one of those oh. things. It'll have a couple of months of activity, then it'll fizzle out. And yeah. it just, uh, it's not like there's a dearth of multiplayer games out there. No. Oh, we no. need more. We need more multiplayer games. <laughs> no, we don't. Just let single-player games be single-player games. Leave it alone. Maybe they'll get Bungie on it now, because that was one of the things that they oh, were yeah. saying when they when they bought Bungie. They were like, it could really help us in the kind of ongoing yeah, multiplayer. Maybe. Anyway, maybe. but what do we think? Because this is kind of interesting, right? So, uh, on the one hand, uh, people praised The Last of Us Remastered on PS4. It was a smart move. Yes, it was only like one year. In fact, it wasn't even a year. It was like 10 yeah. months later. They were just like, we're putting it on PS4. PS4, like, it, the graphic, it's 60 frames per second. The graphic's better. We're bundling in the DLC. This one, if from what this, the sort of word on this report, sounds a little bit like, maybe not, not as much as The Last of Us Part 1, which was actually just a ground up yeah. sort of remake in yeah. the engine of Part 2. But this sort of sounds a little bit more uh, closer to that than a straight remaster where it's like you know we, we're using the animations and all the character models from um you know from 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 forbidden west and stuff so which which was an absolutely incredible looking game i will mm. say yeah. um it does seem odd um given that it just wasn't you know wasn't very long ago um but it seems especially odd now given that as you point out uh, and and of course this was not the case with the playstation 3 that now the PlayStation Five is just fully backwards compatible with PlayStation Four, and actually, yeah. I believe uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's got the nice game boost stuff, so it just runs at sixty frames per second. It looks lovely. Yeah. I mean, you know, f- fair enough if you want to sort of, uh, I don't know, like improve the graphic. It just seems odd. Mm. It, it just, yeah. se- I mean, yeah. I don't I mean, we're know. talking about a rumor here, but if it is true, it yeah, seems, no, sure, it seems sure, to me sure. like a pointless exercise. Yeah, I'd rather was Gorilla those... was doing something else. So, so, oh, so would I. It, but it seems a little bit like, you know, like Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima, where it's like, well, uh, we're doing a director's cut, and it's got the DLC, and it's 60 frames a second, and it looks better, and it's doing the stuff with the controller. I mean, I think if you're doing all that stuff, you know, fair enough. Um, Do you know what should be happening? Hmm. Get Bungie and Gorilla together in a room. Get them on a new kill zone. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that'd Imagine be killer. that. I wouldn't say no to a new Killzone. Nah, Jesus. Be amazing. Oh, With I love a bit of Killzone. Bungie and Gorilla working together. What I mean, yeah. bloody hell. Oh, that also, by good. the way, while we're on the subject, uh, <laughs> Lance Reddick uh, tweeted oh, yeah. out, basically, there's, there's, <laughs> there's definitely just Horizon uh, Forbidden West DLC going on, uh, by yeah. the way. Lance Reddick just said, tweeted, <laughs> tweeted out a thing that just said, hard at work. Uh, in a session for Horizon Forbidden West, and then the tweet got deleted. So oh, <laughs> I love it when celebrities. That's my favourite kind of leak is the celebrity yeah, yeah. that does doesn't really care that much. <laughs> like, do you remember when Norman Reedus was just interviewed in that fashion magazine, and he was just like, "Yeah, we're doing Death Stranding too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Jeeva. Everyone was like, whoa, Norman. <laughs> you can't just say that. It's something funny about celebrities that are just sort of really chilled out and just let it fly. What's the worst it's, that's it, going to happen to them? Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, legal action, um, I guess. NDA, yeah. but I mean, no one's really going to do that, are they? If you, you they know. get they get they get Aloy to brutally kill Lance yeah. Reddick's character. They drop drop him down a chimney or something. <laughs> yeah. um, Halo Infinite. This is a weird one, and again, mm, another weird rumor. Another weird. Sort it's of nice rumor, to wake up on Monday morning to all these bloody rumors. <laughs> like, oh Christ! The rumor, yeah, the rumor mill's gone nutty. Yeah, um, but yeah, this one, and again. A little bit like the, the 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 last story that we were just talking about with her right. It's like it starts to gain some traction, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you sort of think, well, it sounded ridiculous, yeah. But like there was another, there was an article in Forbes we're talking about it. So the story is Halo Infinite may be moving to Unreal Engine, which sounds now, mad. Which sounds, it's a, it's already launched, it's already live, it's an online game, there's a massive free-to-play component for the multiplayer, it's already happening, they're talking about, <clears throat> you know, seasons, season two, season three, whatever, they've got the whole roadmap, uh, and they're talking about taking out the, fundamentally, the guts of the thing, the engine that it runs on, and, uh, and changing it to, to, you know, to a brand new one while it's already out. Now... This was according to uh, journalist Jeremy Penter, uh, who wrote on Sunday, quote, uh, I can only confirm that many sources are saying this and very clear that it's already been decided and Halo is for sure switching to Unreal. Um, <clears throat> 343 Industries, who's the developer of uh, the, the sort of recent Halo games. Yeah has said uh has already said you know that they've been very kind of vocal they're going to support halo infinite for a very long time indeed i think they said like 10 years plus you know mm-hmm. um, they did and so i sort of just wrote down in the, in the in the column that possibly makes it slightly more you know believable is that if you've got a game and you know that that game's going to be sort of t- you know 10 years like a kind of you know grand theft auto 5 or something like that maybe changing mm-hmm. the engine now get it out the way you know yes okay teething problems and all that sort of stuff but yeah may- maybe changing it now and then because you know you know for the for the long haul it's going to benefit you i should also yeah. say by the way that um the uh, Slipspace engine, which was the, the the engine made for for Halo, certainly Halo Infinite, I think, uh, and possibly even Halo Five, but I might be wrong on that. The lead engineer behind the Slipspace engine uh, left Three Four Three Industries last month. Yeah, so uh, Microsoft has yeah, so it's not been confirmed, but and Microsoft hasn't commented on it. But it sort of sounds like, and I, I know because we, we've talked about that's a troubled game, Halo Infinite. Like, yeah. it's a good, it's a good game. It's got, it, you know, it's got a lot of stuff going for it. Multiplayer is great, but it's launching in, in bits and pieces. Loads of it's still not out. There were so many, you know, delayed. Of course, it was delayed for a year, but even after it launched, you know, campaign, well, like, waiting wait yeah. for campaign, campaign co-op, co-op and, yeah. and Forge. You know, Forge is massive as well. Just mm-hmm. waiting a very long time for that. Um, you know, it's not all smooth sailing and. You know, lots of developers like the big proprietary third-party engines like Unreal because they, you know, they know them a lot less effort than having to learn a proprietary engine, right? Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Uh, Keep your eye on... I'm still... I like to uh, keep as sceptical as possible with that sort of thing Mm. and just kind of wait and see. But it just sort of doesn't 
compute with me because it seems like such a big job i don't really understand how you could do that yeah. and still still have it as a live game that's ongoing it just yeah i don't know seems like you'd have to like unlaunch it for a week at least and <laughs> just say right now we're moving everything oh like yeah but we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll i don't see. know i don't know who yeah. knows? I'm not a developer, and I probably sound very silly indeed uh, pontificating sure on a podcast um, about what goes on behind closed doors. No, I'm sure they have a way of uh, smoothly transitioning it, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, last but not least, and it's a story that I've been chipping away at last couple of weeks on the pod, but it's nice to keep track of, uh, yeah. and I do like to hear about it, but Cyberpunk has now hit 20 million sales worldwide, mm. which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, in April, just gone, it was at 18 million. Um, it, I mean, I know that game was a firestorm and all sorts of you know rubbish stuff when it came out. It was a very difficult launch. But it still had 8 million pre-orders and it still yeah. had 13 million copies sold um, in the month of launch in December 2020. So even in the midst of all the trouble, it still did, did, you know, did very, very well. But now... Uh, there's been loads and loads of patches, not least of which is the new 1.6 update. They've got that Netflix anime, which I think is is sort of raising some interest in it. I think yep. it's you know pe- I've heard people talk about that in a positive Edge way. Runners. Uh, Edge Runners, mm. and that's and this new big 1.6 update is is supposed to be pretty formidable. It's called the Edge Runners update, yeah, and it does sort of tie into that. You've got the next gen versions that launched this February. You had a massive half price on Steam thing. Uh, when 1.6 came out yep. back on the PlayStation shop was a huge boost in June um, of, of of last year and now we've got this Phantom Liberty expansion which is coming in 2023 mm-hmm. so it just seems like a sort of perfect storm of elements yep. that's kind of gradually getting Cyberpunk back into the you know well sort of starting to claw back some of its some of its credit I think yeah um, yeah and I, I like mean to I, see I, I played it um, last year and thoroughly enjoyed it didn't really have any issues or anything it's it's a good game yeah. Just uh yeah, just need a little bit of time, didn't it? To find yeah, its feet. Yeah. For sure, for mm. sure. Um right. Yeah. It's about that time that mm. we get quizzical and we see uh, if we can summon that from upstairs. Okay, I shall uh so, perform the summoning ritual. Get the broom and bang on the ceiling and yeah. I'll cue us up a jingle. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. It's that time of the week. It is that time of the podcast. Mm. Uh, it's time for the quiz. It's boss fight time. Mm. We're joined mm. as ever by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you? I'm okay. Still reeling from that defeat that I handed to myself last week. Otherwise, doing okay. <laughs> Rich laughing like a little devil. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, yeah, good. good stuff, good to hear uh, Well, it's all to play for this week The score is mm. 15-13 to mm-hmm. Rich After his swooping uh, yeah. of last year uh, You've got to guess the business uh, Last Where's year, last life? week Have I been in hey, a listen. coma? Time, time <laughs> flight, time <laughs> flight You're like Ripley and Alien oh, wow. It's been f- 57 years I can't believe uh, it Business, organisation, set up, structure, foundation, institution, group, the hierarchy or the team from a video game of my choosing, I will personify said boss fight. Uh, you say yep. stop, I say your name, you uh, tell me what it is, and you go down in history. Clue number mm. Of course. My first appearance in a video game was in 2005. Mm. Was not my only appearance in a video game, however, and I will add further spice to that clue later God. by giving you its most recent appearance. Clue number two. Bloody hell. My members 
Despite their highly dangerous and almost certainly illegal tactics, are technically members of the police. Oh. Huh. Stop. (laughs) Oh, Rich Walker. Is it the Pursuit Force from Pursuit Force? And this week's winner... (laughs) No. An unbelievable... (laughs) That's got to be one of the... That I'm frankly staggered I've shocked at that. myself. An early there. punt. Wait, no. Oh I, well. What what is perfu- I've n- I've never PSP, even heard of this. Was it a PSP launch title? Well, I tell you what. Let me go. Not quite. Uh, let me go through the clues, and I will explain for the benefit of Matt. Because to be fair to Matt, even I am surprised. I mean, that was quite a punt. <laughs> All right. Yes. First appearance in a video game, 2005. The game was Pursuit Force. Very very notable early PSP game for its graphics. Mm. Most recent appearance of video games actually 2007 because it. It got a, a sequel, Pursuit Force Extreme Justice. Yeah. Um, yes, it's a, it references a branch of the Capital City Police Force. Um, and the other clues, uh, I was considered something of a graphical showcase at the time, and I did in fact mm-hmm. garner a sequel. Um, due, I said due in part to my explosive high-octane gameplay and to the fact that I'm locked uh, to an outdated handheld. I have a small but cult following. Um and then the last one was, uh, you might say that people that made me were big. In fact, you might say it twice, yeah. which was a reference to Big Big Games, one of the <laughs> defunct. Uh, shout out to Big Big Games, by the way, and also Zipper Interactive. Yeah. Those studios that were always working with uh, like handheld PlayStation, you know, stuff like Unit. Yeah. Do you remember Unit 13? Yeah. Was that yeah the- Zipper was mag as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Zipper was, was yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mag. Oh, yeah, Mag and Socom and, like, and yeah, I love, yeah, I love Socom. Oh, he's so good. And like Socom was really good on on. Uh, they had really yeah. like good PSP ones as well. I think was there a Vita one? I don't want to uh, just skim maybe. past the fact that Rich called it Socom, which I feel is really weird. Socom, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, Socom. Socom. Yeah, oh, I love a Socom. Socom, Rockham, Socom, Rockham. Just put yeah. my, sock, yeah, yeah. my socks on. Uh, yeah, but well and. Uh, fair enough. So what, what? How did you do that this week, then? Rich? That was quite reeling. staggering. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have. Well, I have a copy in my cupboard above my bed. Fair enough. So to you. I, I, I mean, wait, so wait, above your bed. Yeah, yeah. I've got cupboards above my bed. Oh, sorry. It sounded like you had it like framed above. You're like, oh, no, no, I've got cupboard. it. It's, it's your crowning glory. Pursuit no, 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 Force no. on PSP. Right. I've got well. one of one of my cupboards above my bed is just full of games and handhelds. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, it was just and yeah, and, and when you said 2005, wow. I thought, well, that's sort of PSP era, and sure. I just and it sounded like Pursuit and Force. And it, it, it is one pun. of those things where it's got a bit of a, a cult thing, just because it's like it was absolutely bonkers. I mean, yeah. the gameplay you're was jumping just you're, you're cars. leaping from the rooftops yeah. of cars and stuff. And it was, I think, at the time as well, it was like one of the first games I bought, I think, with pocket money. It, it was one of those things where it was like, in the West, it was like a real graphical... When you mm. bought a PSP, it was like, Pursuit Force always looked amazing to yeah. sort of show people, because it was like, oh my God, you know. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, it's a PS2 uh, game on PSP. Fair enough. Mm. I think, Yeah, I think they did port... No, they planned to port the second game to PS2, as they did with a few PSP games, but it fell yeah. through, and they did not in the end. But um, mm. yeah, just a couple of... A little PSP exclusive. But yeah, anyway. Bring Josh, uh, Pursuit Force. There you go. Josh, do I have a lovely email to be read out as as per last week? You do have uh, uh well one what? you have one that was mm, you have a comment that was re- to be read out on questions, which I will Got read it. out when we get to the questions. Although mm. uh, I'll give you a sneak peek now. 
someone's asking, is Matt from upstairs back on back on this week or is it still Rich? Yeah, he's on the quiz. <laughs> so, he's on the quiz. That's your. So, so they, so they, so they want you back. Uh, there is also uh, an email somewhere, though I don't annoyingly have it to hand, but I'll read it out next week for your benefit. Listen, Bye. right, um, Matt doesn't know what Glen Gary Glen Ross is, so. Well, He's got no place on this podcast. People got actual actual <laughs> Zelda chat when I was on, Rich. That was, well, that was lovely stuff. I, Zelda's a load of old bollocks. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Savage behaviour. Savage oh, behaviour from, from... I don't really from, think anyway, that, by the way. Don't, right. don't write in. <laughs> it's about that time uh, that we hear from the listeners. So brace yourselves and have a jingle. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow... I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. Questions, theories, comments and queries, you send them in and then we will talk about them. Dissect, quite maybe? Possibly. Possibly dissect some dissection. Uh, yeah, we'll, do, we'll, 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 get, the, we'll get the scalpels out and sure. dissect. Mm. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, this one from uh, Josh Freema from Hello Again from Sunny Michigan, he begins. Is it Sunny Michigan? Uh, I'll take him at his word. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. He says, uh, my take, and then he says, you can tell me how tepid it is, <laughs> is uh, fuck off with the remakes already. Ooh. He says, uh, Resident Evil 4, Final Fantasy 7... Uh, DMC remakes. Is there a DMC remake? Wasn't really a remake, was it? Oh, unless he just means DMC. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of a reboot, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, he says they're no more welcome to me than the uh, dreadful Total Recall and uh, Robocop retreads. Oh, bloody hell. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you can compare those, can you? I You'd be loving Robocop, so. Detroit. Although, I, t- I tell you what. He has. He's foolishly now. I don't know what your personal stance on this is, but I think it's an absolute cracker. Yeah, go but, on. Uh, in in with the list of those bad ones, like Total Recall and RoboCop. He's included Judge Dredd. I presume he's referencing the 2012 film Dread with Carl it, Urban, which it, which I think is a cracker. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, it's better than the Stallone one. <clears throat> God, yeah. In fact, that Dredd is <laughs> what one an of odd inclusion. Because I'm with really him, weird, I'm with him it? on Total Recall and um, and the Robocop, and the Robocop well. one, yeah, yeah, no, but Dread was just absolutely brilliant. I thought it was yeah. a real good, like solid thriller. But anyway, 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 he says just take a risk on something new for a chat. I mean, broadly, I I, I agree with the mm. sentiment. We we have gone a bit remake nutty at the minute. That's why yeah. on that Legacy of Kane thing, I said just give us a sequel. You know, yeah, true. Um, but anyway. Uh, he's got a du- he's got a dual uh, <laughs> a dual Uh-oh. shotbuster for you. Okay. Uh, the clue is, I use this cloak whenever I take a wee. Okay. And the and the initials are A E. A E. Hmm. A-E. I use this cloak whenever I take a wee. A E. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hmm. This one sort of works. Actually. It does. Maybe that's why yeah. I won't get it. Yeah. The answer is. Cloak. Wait, 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 wait. I haven't had a guess yet. Alright. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to get it, am I? Uh, go it's, on. It's a piss cape. No, I was no. A, 
uh, ape escape. Oh my god, yeah. a piss yeah. cape. It doesn't yeah. work. What are you talking about? Yeah, it does. It's ape not called a piss, a piss cape. It's not called a piss cape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's word wrangling enough so that that's on the we- oh, that's right. on the better side of. I mean, yeah, it doesn't work mm. completely, I suppose. No. But you know, a piss cape. it's like. A piss cape. A piss cape. Yeah, I'd say that word. I'd say that's enough, so it's sort of just about word. It's not like a terrible dual shock buster. You're trying to justify style. it like Pilkington does by doing a funny voice like Do drug spinners. <laughs> Do drug spinners. I, I think it's more like Donovan. <laughs> Donovan. See that's I think all right. it's Well I think it's in that school where it's like, yeah, because it's not Donovan, it's Donovan. Or Yoke O Oh no. Oh Yoke, no! Yoke. Yeah. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I think it just about anyway. Uh, this one from Lawrence Wells, who's emailed in before. Hello to you, the recognisably epic Josh and Rich. Uh, oh. He says it's me again, the supermarket rep. So this was the fellow who uh, commented on the twirls because it was his job to drive around to different supermarkets. Sure. Uh, and he sometimes listens listen to the pod while he's on the road. Nice. And he reported on the caramel flavour twirl and uh, was the first person to uh, voice his disappointment at the caramel flavour twirl, which I then echoed after having yeah. tried it myself. Yeah. Uh, he says, to clear up any confusion, I am only a rep for a cereal brand. Ah. And then in brackets, he says, have you had yours? Oh, I know it. I know what that is. You know it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I'm I, not au fait with... Uh, Are you kidding? Should I, uh, I just tell you what it is? Is, is it... Well, let me guess. Is it Weetabix? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. No, <laughs> so I was fairly confident then. on that. Weetabix. Well, I thought it was, yeah. but I... Because I thought it could be Shreddies. But then I, because, yeah, I'm not a big cereal killer. No, they're Nestle, aren't they, Shreddies? What other things do Weetabix do? They just do variants of Weetabix, don't they? Oatibix. Oatibix, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, let me get get back to Lawrence Wells. We're trampling all over this guy's guy's life story. That's exciting, Uh, Weetabix. He says, I'm fully independent when it comes to snack. So he's trying to say he's not biased, you know. Sure. It's like, yes, he's a, he's a Weetabix rep, but um, mm. he says, I can openly express my disdain for the caramel flavour twirl, or T-whirl, as I will now call them, uh, following nice. the dual shock buster. Very nice. Uh, he says, talking to Snack Watch, I've discovered some new amazingness. Keep your eye out for crunchy Watsits. It's like a Watsit and a knickknack. Had a delicious love child. My God. Uh, and I cannot get enough of them. Yeah. He says, hopefully your off-license of delight will stock them. Uh, but if not, most major supermarkets seem to and he said sorry though rich they are not vegan friendly now Ugh. i can say that my brilliant off license did stock them i had them and they were great i mean they're just cheetos if you know oh, what a okay. cheeto is like it, it's like cheetos. but i think uh i think i'm right in saying that cheetos generally speaking are slightly more difficult to get a hold of in this country right yeah whenever i used to go to la for e3 i'd get myself yeah. a big bag of cheetos well, doing, again, I won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> my off license. She's only got Cheetos as well in there. Ruddy heck! It's really an. I, they spoil me in there. Although she is very rude often, but they spoil me in <laughs> terms of what they. Why? Yeah. Well, just sort of the, the amount of business you give them. They, I, should, be, they should be rolling out red carpet for you. Yeah, no, Josh it's, is here. It's, <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> we always joke because they're brilliant because of what they do, right. but. They know that they're brilliant, and actually, the fella so is they all can right. Just slag you off, but they just well, <laughs> she's be just horrible. 
She's just talking loudly on the telephone, like, throughout the entire transaction. No. And, like, sometimes you're like, can I have a bag? And she basically just throws a plastic bag wow. down onto the desk. Like, I mean, do you know you. what, though? You shouldn't <clears throat> be getting plastic bags, mate. You should be taking one with you. I, did I say they were plastic? Oh, all right. Fine. Yeah. So don't presume, mate. Well, they're they're um, paper, then, aren't they? No, they are plastic. Oh, well, there you go. You should be taking one with you. (laughs) You should have a bag for life. Yeah, well, I do. I do. I always took... Because we've got Tesco bags in the cupboard, and I take them over there. But sometimes... uh, Well, actually, in recent memory, just the one time. But I I have been known to forget. If you you forget, you carry your purchases home, then. That's that. Uh, Well, I did get quite a lot of stuff, so it it would have been a problem. Don't care. But anyway, and then the other time... Uh, my mate, my flatmate went over there and he said that he went in there and she was just putting, she was applying foot cream with her foot on the desk. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. No way. That would be me. Yeah. I'd be out at that point. So I've been saying on the podcast how brilliant they are and they are like f- for the selection. I hope they're listening to this. And what's funny is... That is not good is, customer service. That is it, well, awful. I can tell you, I can tell you that they're not listening to this for, for the reason mm. we looked up their shop on uh, Google reviews. Right. And like everyone, it was so funny because everyone said the same thing. They were just like, oh, the, the, the fellow in there is like really polite and stuff. But but the, the lady in there is really, really rude. Mm. <laughs> like a load of the reviews are like terrible service, but good, but good product. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, Flip but yeah, uh, I have had the Crunchy Watts and they are very nice. Um, mm. Anyway, Lawrence Wells says, on to gaming. <clears throat> your recent discussion of your eBay delights and Rich's Battlefield rant has got me thinking. Have we reached a tipping point where most modern games are full of too much bollocks? Yeah, <laughs> there is a lot of bollocks says, in games these he days. He says, uh, everything nowadays just seems to be about live service, battle passes, microtransactions, co-op, etc. As you said in the last episode with Fortnite, Apex and Warzone, most gamers are already fully committed to their chosen game as a service, and yep. so most will not have time for another one. Mm-hmm. And so why do all the publishers seem so one-track-minded and just seem to want a piece of the same pie? Um, yeah. And then he looks at, he says, look at the recent reveal of Skull and Bones, which was a spin-off of Black Flag. He said, I was half interested back in the day, but now it's just a live service game. Interest fully lost, he and says. And they've delayed it again into March next year. Yeah. As if interest wasn't already waning for that. I know. I know, I know, and he and he says he's worried about. He's saying like Sony are sort of making all these noises about that sort of stuff, wanting to move into multiplayer, and he just says, it's just, you know, yeah. stick to what people know, stick to what they like, and sell well instead of trying to jump on the bandwagon. It's out of step um, with what most people want, as far as I know. Like, I, but I, well, I, don't I see would be always clamoring for live service shit. <clears throat> more of it, no, but evidently, you know millions are because they make a lot of money but yeah. at the same time we also see a lot of them fail as well yeah so you know yeah. ubisoft anyway. i mean in particular <laughs> fallen yeah. victim to that on more than one occasion <laughs> absolutely. So, absolutely yeah i see skull yeah. and bones sinking to the bottom of the sea <laughs> in it cheeky cheeky very thanks, cheeky thanks, thanks. uh and he says stop all the bollocks give us a good single player experience uh gaming should be fun not a job what? and then he says uh he, well, he finishes off by saying yeah. well, uh, by the time the next episode lands uh i will i will have played stray looking forward to that and he nice. says hope it hope that stray's as good as crunchy what's it's uh stay recognizably <laughs> epic lawrence the serial Aww. rep sent from my nokia n-gauge he says cheers nice That's one nice, um yeah. I, I echo his sentiments stop all the bollocks just in yeah. general, you know. Never mind the bollocks. Never mind the bollocks. Here's the, I don't know. Truth. Just yeah. a Here's nice single-player game. Here's a nice single-player yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. 
what next? Let's go for... <clears throat> Michael says, Will this be remembered as the gen of remakes, reboots, remasters, and director's cuts? I'll it's tell you what, it's not bloody wrong. Week's, uh, questions, isn't there? It is! Mm. It is! People are sick not... of bollocks. Yeah, never yeah. mind the bollocks. Although, actually, if you're doing remasters, I'll take your Legacy of Kane. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. Yeah, the, but, you've got to you got to place your remaster resources sensibly. Yeah, don't absolutely. just remaster something that's you know came out last year. No, uh, and by the way, stop irresponsible. If you're gonna call it the director's cut, it ruddy well better be that. Mm. Don't just call it that, and it's the same. Oh, actually, the director wanted to cut it at sixty frames per second and bundle the DLC in. <laughs> it's like what? What are you on about? It's not actually a director's cut in that case. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, I, I get it. They just want to use that term, mm. but chill out with it. It's, it's, you know, it's got to mean something. For yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, this one from Patrick <clears throat> is Matt from upstairs back on this week, or is it still Rich? Who's this? He's, uh, he's, Who's this? <laughs> What's his name? Say it again. Who is it? Do you want his address as well? No, just tell me his name again, because I'm going to put him on the list with James Ward. (laughs) This is Patrick Rose. Right, Patrick Rose, you're on the list. Right, but I'll tell you what, he's put that in brackets. He he said that was a joke, right? Okay, fine. So so he can come off the list. I'll put a little asterisk by your name. (laughs) For now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he says, "Real question." He says, "I'm near the end of Elden Ring. What shall I play next? I've got Demon Souls and Miles Morales in the chamber, and loads of other PS Plus games." Um, I would mm. say my recommendation of the ones that you've said, uh, Miles Morales, just give yourself a little palate cleanser. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to roll Demon straight off Elden Ring into Demon Souls. I mean, no, you, I don't. Well, overload your brain. You'll overload your brain, absolutely. Mm. And and I think Miles Morales is just a lovely little palate cleanser. Enjoy that amazing, snowy New York. Oh, my God, I love that game. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy that. And then get yourself back up. Demon's Souls is phenomenal. I think if you just played Elden Ring, you're going to be loving it because it's a real, you know, how did this whole thing start? Fascinating game to play, especially after playing Elden Ring. Well, that's another so, remake. It is. It no. It uh, yeah. Absolutely. It, mm. it, listen, Michael wasn't wrong. This is the generation of that. Uh, sometimes they're rubbish. You know. Sometimes they're bollocks. To use uh, Lawrence yeah. Wells's phrase. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, if it's Blue Point, if you want to do a ground up job and it's an absolute treat. Yeah. Uh, and, and as I always say, crucially, if it's the right game at the right time. Well, then then sure. He did mention Resident but, Evil Four, and I'm up for that. Because I, I love all the Resident one, Evil yeah. remakes so far. They haven't put a yeah. foot wrong, really. They so. haven't put a foot wrong. No, they haven't. They I'm really haven't. Just remake see, everything. See people, people knocking uh, Resident Evil 3 remake uh, the other week. Yeah. I was on, uh, someone's having a grumble on... I mean, look, I, maybe if it was like 60 quid... What, how much was that game when it came out? I think it was, it was full like price. Four, was it? I think it might have been, yeah. Because it was in a sale the other day for like a tenner on on. Yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. And get, I mean, that game's cracking. Yeah, I fully appreciate people are like, oh, it's over in eight hours. It's like, yeah, no, okay, fair enough, fair enough. And yeah, sure, I'm sensitive to that. If you're going to whack it out at full price, then, you know, if it's like a sort of Uncharted Lost Legacy Do type, you, know well, you know. When the credits rolled on that, I didn't feel shortchanged. No, no, I didn't. I di- no, I didn't. And that's my point. And I know that me and you, like, pinch of salt, because... We're reviewing it and we didn't pay for it, right? <laughs> yeah. I understand yeah. that. So we're not fully... The people are that going, yeah, but you lot can shut up because you get them for free. And I'm sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, if if 
that game is the right length. Yeah. I, I love Resident Evil 3, the, 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 the remake. It's it's an absolute thrill ride. It feels like you should almost play that in a single sitting so that mm. you're just as tired as Jill is by the end of it. You get to the yeah. end and it's that set piece on the bit. Absolutely brilliant. Really panicky game, that, in, mm. a, in a good way. Anyway, nice uh, that would be my recommendation to uh, to Patrick. Although, if you've got that PS Plus, hop on Siphon Filter because, you know, it's still brilliant after all yeah, these Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that will just about do us, I'm afraid. Thank you uh, for your questions, your theories, your comments, your queries. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. In the meantime, stay off Snapchat, stay off Instagram, get on Twitter, tweet Rich at RichieW82, tweet me at Joshy. No one ever tweets us. No. Well, well they do occasionally. I actually, mean, that fella tweeted me about the deodorant. You see that the other day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do um, the ni- 96 hours. Maybe I'll do a vacuum odor- cleaner update on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, apologies to everyone uh, mm. who saw on Twitter. We forgot this week at, at the beginning bit. Rich got a new vacuum cleaner. I didn't ask him this week because <laughs> I want to keep it fresh and surprising. But just tell me, is it a shark? It's a shark. Oh, and, it, and it's shark brilliant. I was living in fear uh, that it uh, wouldn't so it, be a it shark came yesterday, and I hoovered the lounge with it, and bloody hell! Ah. Oh. Right, well, we, 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 I, I'll write that down and we must talk about that next week. Well, they're coming back from the, for that episode, They'll, they'll be they? back next week. Yeah, be, yeah, 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 we've hooked yeah, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, get your questions yeah. in. Ask Rich about the, the Hoover at videogamer.com. Mm-hmm. Email in podcast at videogamer.com. Thank you, as ever, to Adam Cook, Andy B, uh, and Colin Mahern for the stings, mm-hmm. for the music, for the memories. And uh, that will just about do it, I think. It's goodbye mm. from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Richmond. Bye. <laughs>